This is Tony Pilkington. Yeah, g'day everybody. Welcome to the afternoon. Lovely, lovely day. As Kerry said, the weather forecast is a, is a bit of okay for today. Uh, there's a 20% chance of a shower or two, most likely tomorrow evening. But uh, by Wednesday, middle of the week, uh, got a 50% chance of showers. On Thursday, 60% chance of showers. And Friday, around about 70% chance of showers. So you've got to say, today's the pick of the week with around about 20 and lovely weather out there. Uh, some showers about the place are becoming cloudy for tomorrow, Tuesday. But showers are forecast for Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. So just be aware of that. couple of gentlemen to join me in the studio right now. David Coltman, who is the Chief Executive of TAFE here in SA. And uh, Stuart Remington, who's a cookery lecturer at TAFE. TAFE, of course, is South Australia's largest vocational education and training provider. And they deliver, and you've got to say this is a real tick, they deliver job-ready training from experts uh, right across a range of industries. Uh, uh, David and Stuart, good afternoon. Welcome to the studio. Thank you for coming in. Nice to meet you both. Good afternoon. Thank you for having us. That's okay. David, uh, I mean, uh, a question for you. The um, the ongoing training, I mean, uh, just a, a brief overview of, uh, uh, it's probably impossible to sum it up in a couple of minutes, but some of the brilliant stuff you do at TAFE and you've been doing for a long time. Just give us a, a brief overview of it. Sure. So we have a range of courses from uh, traditional trades programs through to obviously the hospitality programs that Stuart's involved in, advanced manufacturing, uh, horticulture, really anything to do with the industries of South Australia. Australia, you should find the, the program for study at, at TAFE SA. Now, here's, here's the dumb question of the afternoon. You sure. get one every day. Okay. You're getting one at, uh, what, one thirty-five in the afternoon. Somebody wants to join TAFE uh, and roll. How do they go about it? And what qualifications are needed to actually join you? So what they can do is either visit the website or come along to any of our information session evenings, which are held sort of in the lead up to a, a, a course uh, beginning generally sort of january and july are those those key start times uh, for our programs um but looking online you can see the 250 courses we have and what we do is work uh, and sort of tailor a path for anybody so you don't need qualifications to enter the the courses but depending on what your study success has been in the past will depend on whereabouts you start and you take great pride in saying that uh, having done a TAFE course, you will be ready to go into the workforce, whatever that chosen field might be, ready and set to fire up and actually really contribute to your prospective employer. That's a real plus, isn't it? Yeah, look, about 80, just over 80% of TAFE SA graduates find jobs. Um, 80%? Or, yeah, that's over a great 80%. Figure. It yeah. is. And look, and, and just under 90% of them, uh, you know, report to us that they're highly satisfied with the training. So, so I think it's both a good experience, but also a successful experience for them. And terms of getting people ready for employment do you do apprenticeships as such i mean oh, i know yes. it's, yeah, you do the, big emphasis on that a huge emphasis on that and it's an area that we've seen incredible growth in under over the last couple of years in south australia as a result of COVID, has, has there been a, an increased demand i don't know for for brickies and for tradespeople and for builders and people like that well there's been a, an increased demand of of our tradies as yeah. they're coming out of training by by the workforce who are who are just hungry for for good qualified um you know um, Apprentices, yeah. Um, but what we saw over over COVID was a lot of people retraining too. So um, retraining, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you think of people that were working in the airline or tourism industries, looking for other work or, yeah. and other skills, and we have we run a phlebotomy course. You know, that's the a what a phlebotomy. Uh, that's what the hell's that? That's where they you know take your blood and uh, really, yeah. Lab it sounds rude. Actually, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? It's one of those words that I've learned since being at TAFE, and I like to say a lot. Um, <laughs> Somebody but, says, "What are you? I'm a phlebotomist." phlebotomist. 
Yep. Oh, and get out of here. There you yeah. go. So the, there's another career for you, yeah. Um, oh, but we saw a lot of people, you know, taking those courses to, to help out with the COVID, um, COVID pandemic. Um, so there skills. hasn't been a drop-off in numbers at TAFE? Not at no? all, no no, no. no? No, some different, you know, studying in different areas because obviously, uh, you know, some areas softened during that time and other areas grew really quickly. But overall, um, a, a significant, you know, well, no significant change to, to the student numbers or, or, or volumes of output. David, do you do courses in hospitality? Because we keep on hearing the hospitality industry cripple and all as it is in some factors. We'll talk to Stuart about that in a moment. But do you do two courses in hospitality? Absolutely. We do a range of uh, courses sort of from our the programs at Regency Park, but also in the regions at Barry, you know, Wyala, um, Mount Gambia, we, we run hospitality programs also. And it is an area that, that you know, with the with the closed borders, we haven't seen the international skilled of migration course, course, and, yeah. and how they contributed to, the, to that sector. So it's, it, but we're all out enjoying all the fabulous things that are, that South Australia has to offer and, and, and our hospitality providers are desperate for, for really good staff. What about uh, if somebody wanted to go into the wine industry? Do you do, do courses in, in, in yeah? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We, we run, um, at, actually out of the Urbre campus, uh, a, a range of courses in, in sort of wine tasting, um, uh. and, and wine production. Um, also obviously at our, um, our Nuriupta or our Barossa campus, uh. a range of horticultural uh, courses that are, that are, very closely aligned to to the Barossa wine industries. If you've got a question about TAFE, such a great organisation and it's been so successful for so long, give us a ring if you've got a question. 822-3000. We're talking to David Colpin, the Chief Executive of TAFE here in SA, and one of the uh, gentlemen who's a cookery lecturer at TAFE, Stuart Remington. Stuart, good afternoon and thank you for coming in. Now, um, you're a, a cookery lecturer. What, uh, what motivated you to become a, a, a lecturer rather than uh, using your skills, all your skills, and working in the industry itself. Uh, I originally got into teaching when I started seeing some of my apprentices not come back with the highest level of skills that I was expecting in industry. Really? Yeah, so I thought, how would we make a change and how could we improve that? So I thought by getting into TAFE and making a conscious effort to improve the quality of training that came out. Okay. Now, your experience in the, in cooking, did, at one stage of the game, were you working for a hospitality industry, a cafe, a restaurant? Yeah, I've done quite a variety. Um, hotels to bistros to fine dining from starting cafes as an apprentice to really? different countries around the world to local. But it's, yeah. but it's lecturing that really ticks the box for you. It's something I've found I've just enjoyed the most. I get to do both things with cooking but seeing people improve their quality of life. Yeah, right, okay. And there's a, there's such a demand, isn't there? I mean, I, I hear from, from people, and, and you would know firsthand, that cooks can sometimes be a, a cranky bunch to get along with. They can be really temperamental and uh, all sorts of things. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, we are a different breed. Oh, I is think. that right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. uh, I think we, are, we have a lot of uh, pressures, but it's a matter of uh, how you handle them and how you adapt to them and evolve from it. And So now, if you're a prospective employer, what's the best way to handle your cook to make sure that you get the, the, the utmost out of he or she, whatever the case might be? Look after them. Look treat after treat them. them as a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, make sure that they're, you're, you're aware of what their experiences are and what their expectations are and that you give clear expectations as well. Okay. And good training, making sure that they get the idea exactly as you want it to be. Stuart, your graduates, what sort of jobs do they, uh, they end up with? What, what oh, are quite a diverse range. Uh, yeah. my last group of graduates have gone to wineries in McLaren Vale, to catering in the Barossa, to local hotels. 
um, from all different styles to making everything in-house to buying in some things to needing to use microwaves. So depending on the ver- variety that they're in, they're yeah. quite and I, a range. I've heard that uh, anybody who's been to TAPE and has done one of the uh, these courses... Uh, they carry a bit of weight, not only here in South Australia, but uh, throughout the rest of the country and indeed overseas. Yeah, I'm definitely learning this as well from working at TAFE that the qualification through Regency and TAFE SA is very highly sought after and a lot of people have moved or come to TAFE to transfer their studies to get the qualification that we offer. Stuart, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about pursuing a career in uh, in, in hospitality or, or cookery, whatever, the, maybe a combination of two? What would your immediate advice be to that person? Do it. Do it. Do it. Simple as Get that. involved. Give it a yeah. go. Yeah. If you find out after 12 months that you didn't really enjoy it or you didn't think it was what you expected, you still learn a lifelong skill of being able to feed yourself, organise some food, organise a cafe potentially. So there's a multiple of skills that kind of go with it. Yeah, I mean, how many people get out of school not knowing how to feed themselves or know how to cook nutritiously? At least if you decide that you want to give this industry a go, which can take you all over the world when it reopens, it can, it can, you're going to have a, a great yeah. income and be able to see things and be paid to do it, or you're going to end up with a skill and be able to feed yourself at least. Stuart, where did the interest come? Was it from uh, your parents? Or did you cook at home? or was uh, this Definitely was, not. No, no it was... Uh, Something no. I fell into, yeah, originally. When you say you fell into it, how did you fall into it? Uh, I was studying to be an engineer and then I ended up leaving school from uh, an illness, so I was going to take six months off and go back, but I ended up cooking and haven't stopped since then. That doesn't make sense. You're studying to be an engineer, you know, yeah. nuts and bolts. Yeah. Uh, you get ill for, and all of a sudden you start to cook for yourself and think, Hey, this is a bit of all right. Oh, it was fantastic. I loved it. I loved the camaraderie. I loved the team building. I loved the society, the the culture, and and the people that you worked with. They're your family. They the, they become your best mates, and they still are today. Can you see yourself eventually? Oh, I shouldn't bother with the bosses here. <laughs> Can you see yourself eventually thinking I'm loving the lecturing part of it, but I'd like to actually take my expertise and experience and open a restaurant, a cafe, uh, something rather like that? I've had my own catering business before and I've managed multiple venues of hotels and cafes and bistros and uh, I think this is too much fun. I really enjoy this too much. Yeah, it is a great life. It's hard work. It's rewarding. It's challenging. It's exciting. It's always ever-changing. Every semester, every cohort you get of students gives you a new challenge to adopt to and it makes your life interesting. Stuart, occasionally is there an absolute standout, you're lecturing a group, whether it be male or female, and you think such and such has, has, has really got it. They are going to yeah. be a bit of okay. Yeah? Always. Uh, really? I'm not going to name names because some of them are probably listening right now and they don't need to have So what are, the, what are the standout things that you notice then? Their ability to retain information or their dedication or just how they present themselves, how they remember the knowledge or how they practice it. Yeah. You know, and seeing where they apply it in the workplace, like it's really heartwarming to see how they grow in their careers and they've changed from a 16-year-old high school student to an 18-year-old apprentice or they're a 35-year-old international student now working at a winery in McLaren Vale, you know, like this. So you're able to say Billy Bloggs is going to end up overseas as the head chef for God only yep. knows who. Yeah. Is that right? I've got a few that I can already put my finger on a few and see where they're going to go, but... Do you get inquiries from a potential employer saying, oh, Stuart, can you recommend anybody? We do. We Are you get able to do that? Often, often inquiries. We get weekly people asking us, have you got any positions? It's a very common thing right now for uh, people asking for help with employers, employees, yeah. finding jobs, uh, finding the right... The hardest thing for us is we try to put the right candidate into the right job. 
we try to make sure that if this person's got the skills into catering that they go into catering as opposed to fine dining or a cafe where they're not proficient so we try to make sure we give them the right advice and guidance I was up at the uh, the Crafers Hotel yesterday having lunch, sitting right right alongside the kitchen, so as to speak. Last in gets uh, yeah. sent, by, and, and just watching them, and they seem to be enjoying it. The, uh, yeah. the crew, they had their big uh, overalls on, and yeah. and they were going hell for leather. And the food was brilliant. They've got a great menu up there, and they've got a great kitchen too. They've got a beautiful wood fire Jasper oven that pushes out some nice food. But they all look so happy. Yeah, which is what you want to see. Yeah, flat out. You want out, to see your chefs happy. happy, and they weren't even drinking on the job. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're back in a moment or so. You've got a question about TAFE, one of the great success stories here in Adelaide. We're talking with the chief executive of the whole show, David Coltman, and one of the cookery lecturers at TAFE, Stuart Remington. You've got a question? By all means, give us a ring. It's just after a quarter to two now. This year's must see Christmas event is a night of the carols Norwood Concert Hall on Friday the 26th of November featuring an all-star lineup including the one and only James Morrison William Morrison Brilliant Brass the Raymond Sisters Rebecca Raymond and Oscar Bridges plus special appearances from your favourite 5AA presenters and many more you won't want to miss this one night only event so get your tickets now from trybooking.com proudly presented by 1395 Adelaide's 5AA Sportage medium SUV has been unleashed. Know the beauty of having a wild one with an all-new turbocharged engine. Bred to be fearless with a strikingly sculpted exterior, soft-touch leather and suede interior and a kingdom worth of Kia boot space. Unleash the beast. Explore the beauty with the redesigned Kia Sportage. For more info, visit kia.com.au. Kia, movement that inspires. Celebrate South Australia's cultural diversity at the 2021 Multicultural Festival on Sunday, November 14 in Victoria Square, Tatanyanga. Representing over 70 community groups and more than 50 cultures, there'll be music, dance, arts, crafts and culinary delights in this one-day event. Taste and experience what our state's multicultural communities have to offer. The Multicultural Festival is a free COVID-safe event brought to you by the state government. Visit multicultural.sa.gov.au slash festival for the program. Ah, spring. A time to spring clean your home loan or perhaps finally secure that first home or upgrade to your next... Apply for a new home loan or refinance with Mortgage Choice and you could win $20,000 cash to splash this spring. Your Mortgage Choice broker will work with you to secure the right home loan so you can buy the property of your dreams and maybe win twenty grand. Get started at mortgagechoice.com.au. Eligibility and terms and conditions apply. T211316. Leon here. It's time to reset how we do energy. My friends at Zen Energy want you to know government rebates are changing, so solar prices are about to increase. But it's not too late. Now's the time to secure your solar system at 2021 prices with Zen Energy. They're a trusted supplier that's installed 35,000 systems. Tell Zen Leon sent you for a special offer. Let's reduce our carbon footprint and power bills with solar. Visit zenenergy.com.au. That's zenenergy.com.au. When people walk through the doors at Powell's, the first thing they say is wow. Not only because of the size and the selection, but also because of the team. Sam and Jamie have tasted every drop. They and their team can recommend a whiskey that's just as good as that hard-to-find Japanese one. If they don't have it, that is. 
or a beautiful red that's reminiscent of that outstanding cellar door you once travelled so far to visit. Parafield Airport Liquor Store. Pals, next to Roulette's Tavern, Kings Road, Parafield. South Australia's health system is at breaking point. If it was a patient, it would be in need of urgent and intensive care. We need urgent action if we are to keep South Australians safe. Nurse-patient ratios have been shown to save lives and ensure patients get the care they need. Only Labor is guaranteed to legislate for staffing ratios. With the community at risk, it's time for urgent action. Tell the Marshall government to stop the squeeze. Go to actionforhealth.com.au. Authorised by Elizabeth DeBars of the Australian Nursing and Midwifery Federation, SA Branch, Adelaide. How far would you go for your dream kitchen? And how far would you go to get free installation? How about 15 minutes up the freeway to Balhanna Kitchens by Design? Two, the largest showroom in the Adelaide Hills. Custom build your dream with our award-winning designers and get free installation on your cabinets with laminate bench tops for a limited time, of course. Balhanna Kitchens by Design. It's not too far to go to make your dream a reality. Balhannakitchens.com.au Scrapture Caravan, Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. Yeah, Walker Caravan Crash Repairs. John Walker and the crew up there, up at uh, Churchill Road, 287 Churchill Road Prospect, RAA approved. They've taken great pride in what they do. They love what they do, and they're good at what they do. Sean and Mark are the two young blokes up there. As soon as you walk into the uh, workshop, it's spotlessly clean, and this says to you, yep, this mob are on the ball. So that caravan of yours is in need of some uh, minor in between or perhaps even a complete overhaul. You want it looking good, maybe, for the Christmas holidays. Go and see uh, John Walker and the team at Walker Caravan Crash Repairs at 287 Churchill Road, Prospect. They said it's on the left-hand side as you're coming into town on Prospect Road, just a little before you get to the Regency Road intersection and opposite Bunnings. Plenty of parking, free parking, right outside the workshop itself. Our guests, and we're talking about the the great success, and I think it's recognised not only here in Adelaide, but indeed throughout Australia, the great success of... Um, of uh, TAFE here in Adelaide, TAFE SA. David Coleman is the Chief Executive and uh, Stuart Remington, one of the cookery lecturers at TAFE. A question from uh, from uh, Ali. She says, um, when will applications, uh, David, for uh, next year be open? Or are they open already to join TAFE? Uh, look, depending on the program, but I, I would suggest if Ali's interested to, to contact our information centre and get her name on, on the list, um, yeah. and we'll make sure that we follow up with her. Uh, SATAC applications, uh, I think, have opened for, for next year, which uh, for those school leavers that are that are thinking about what are they going to do at the end of year 12 or, or what what's next for them, um, those applications are being processed as we speak, and they come to us sort of in a bundle in December, and we make a a range of offers to people from that that process. David, are there standout courses from a popularity, from a demand point of view? I imagine there probably are. Yeah, look, we do have uh, some really strong growth in areas like uh, electrical uh, plumbing. Our nursing program is one of the most popular at the moment. Nursing, yeah. yeah. Very strong um, yeah. across the sector. But we're also seeing growth in in the areas like cyber security. Uh, oh, you know, right. two years ago when I joined TAFSA, we had a, a very small number, a little cohort of around 20 there. There's now cyber over security. Two, 200 yeah. students studying in that Is area. Is that right? And let me assure you, there's plenty of work for them at the oh, end of so, the, so the demand for their services is, is strong, huh? It's very strong. Um, 
we've obviously uh, over over the uh, the COVID time we were talking about phlebotomy. That's our certificate three oh, in p- yeah. pathology. You love um, saying that. I word. do see. <laughs> I've, I've got it in three times in the last twenty minutes. Um, but also some of the dentistry programs. Now, now phlebo- what is it again? It's phlebotomy. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually the certificate three in pathology that we we oh, deliver. Okay, because so, I know somebody's going to say that gentleman you had on Pilka. <laughs> what was that, uh, that that floating course he was talking <laughs> yeah. about? You know, in, in phlebotomy. Phlebotomy. Yep. Yeah. So, what are some of the unusual courses you've got? We uh, we we think of uh, apprenticeships, and you're talking about nursing and teaching and cyber security. What are some of the more unusual courses? Or some of the courses at animal care and veterinary science you don't necessarily associate with TAFE, but that's a very strong part of our our yeah. offer. Um, at our Gillies Playing Campus, we have a um, a veterinary hospital that we we, right. we actually yeah. train people to to work in. Um, we do a lot of, the, as I mentioned, in the dentistry space in terms of oral health and oral health technicians. So working right. with the University of Adelaide, uh, yeah. they're training the dentists, and we're training the dental assistants, and we work together in that space. Um, other interesting ones, we make cheese. I think we, we've had our, our fabulous cheese maker, Gina, um, on, on air with you a couple of years ago when, when she was, uh, recognized for her oh, contribution. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I was, it's, to me, if there's an industry here in South Australia, there's likely to be a TAFE course that, uh, that, that leads right. into it. So. Including the, well, what's the name, uh, the uh, phlebotomy. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, I just yeah. that. <laughs> uh, a question from Adam for you, Stuart. He said, um, as a, a lecturer, a cookery lecturer at TAFE, what do you think? Oh, this is a bit out of left field. Uh, Adam's question, he said, Stuart, what do you think about all of the cooking shows on television that seem to be so competitive and uh, uh, at times cooking stuff that none of us would ever tackle. Do you, do, you, do you look at some of the shows and think, this is a load of bunk? Uh, I think you'd have to look at it with uh, a wide lens and think of it in production perspective, but yeah. there is some value to it for sure. Yeah. If you think back to 15 years ago when MasterChef only just started, right. I mean, I look at the culinary world from then and look at how far it's come in the time that it's been right. on TV. And so the education it's offered people is information on what a quality meal should be or yeah. what they should be looking for or what they can possibly eat and try to cook themselves. So it's making industry respond by having to try these other methods out or to learn these techniques that people are doing simply at home. Right. So if someone's going to go out and pay for a meal that isn't up to the standard they can produce at home, why would they? So do, we, um, do some of your students uh, raise it as a topic in in the classes? And so yeah. They, they, they do, do they? Yeah. Um, Things like what? Students from uh, a couple months ago, they started making their own miso pastes or garums at their workplace, and I've not made it before, so we did it together one day and had a go and tried it out just to see what the new trends are and just give it a go and try it out was the best thing to see how it works. Monica says, will you please ask uh, your cooking guru, and that's a nice wrap for you, Stuart, um, <laughs> what would be his favourite meal to prepare? Oh, that's a pretty hard question to answer. Yeah. There's oh, a few of them, obviously. Yeah. I just like cooking everything. I think something to eat at home. What don't you like cooking? Uh, not much either. Really? Yeah, I, I like cooking everything, yeah. uh, from pastries to sweets to savouries to meats to yeah. seafoods. Yeah, it's all it's You all do fun. all the cooking at home? Yes, most you definitely. Do. I do quite a lot of it. I wouldn't say I do every single thing. My wife would uh, be <laughs> devastated, <laughs> but I do quite a large volume of it because I enjoy it. You enjoy it? Yeah. yeah. And you're quick and you're good at it, obviously. Definitely saves time if I make dinner. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Is that right? But in a good way. It means we get more quality time to do family things afterwards. Yeah, okay. Righto. But I think, I don't know, favourite thing, probably 
Japanese or oh, European, Japanese. like French, like steak tartare is really nice. Japanese food done done well is yeah. just brilliant, isn't it? It's clean. It's healthy. Yeah. Nutritious. No wonder they're all slim over there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but they smoke like chimneys. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming in this afternoon. Uh, uh, just finally, uh, uh, David, as you leave it, uh, somebody would like to uh, make inquiries. What's the easiest way of getting in touch with you at TAFE, looking ahead perhaps to next year or even the year after? Sure. So uh, the tafesa.edu.au is the website. one eight hundred eight eight two six six one is the the phone number. Um, or just pop into any TAFESA campus. There's always an information uh, centre within e- all of our campuses, and someone there will be able to help you. Whatever's easiest for for, for the people. It's a great organisation, and it deservedly has a terrific reputation, not only here but right throughout Australia. David Coltman, Chief Executive, and Stuart Remington, one of the cookery lecturers. Gentlemen, thank you for the time this afternoon, and continue to do the great work. You do. Thanks, Thanks for having much. us. Right.